Welcome to this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Chicken Sandwiches. Two for me. Popeyes is bringing their chicken sandwiches back this weekend, and I hope that their employees have something heavier than a blender. I was going to say, girl, lustrum them knees. Put some being gay on there. You missed that, but that's okay. Uh, um, I, hope they have some, I was thinking about that while I was talking. Have something heavier than what? A blender. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, you see how that caught, caught up and caught on? I don't know if one of y'all caught it. Before Ronald Matters did But um, there was also an incident um, Where A manager threw a blender At a a customer At McDonald's Over uh, A perception that an order was wrong Discrepancy with a Happy Meal So Yes, so I'll preface this with saying The customer said that she waited 20 minutes And then she started throwing her food At the manager I don't know What Y'all think that these people are being paid at McDonald's, but they're not being paid enough for you to throw food at them. And so if you throw food at me at McDonald's, I am liable to throw a blender back at your ass. (laughs) And so people were feeling bad all over there. If I throw the hot fry pan thing at you, I'll pull them fries out. The fries could go, too. She probably wanted hot fries with their Happy Meal. She wanted all of the smoke. That's what the fuck she did want. So people were all across the internet like, oh my God, I can't believe. Because they saw the pictures of what she looked like after she got hit in the head with the blender. And she had stitches all across her eyes, stitches all across her forehead. Uh Well, you know what would have stopped that? You not throwing food at um, service workers at McDonald's. So you got a blender thrown at you. I'm absolutely here for it. And the manager was terminated. She was, and that's fine. That's that's a fireable offense. I, and you know, I mean, when you pick up a blender and throw it at somebody, you're like, you know what? Huh? I don't need this job that much because that bitch disrespectful. I'll just go down. First of all, I didn't. I'll go to Burger King. I didn't have that much time for thought, girl. It don't matter if it's Wendy's, ma'am. This is a Wendy's, <laughs> ma'am. This is about to be Wendy's because she don't work at McDonald's no more. She's like, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. It don't. I don't care if it's the motherfucking Shake Shack. We about to get the rumbling up in here. Or Popeyes, which is why I'm telling y'all ahead of time for y'all get crazy this weekend about this fucking chicken sandwich. They pulled a gun on a Popeyes employee because they believed the employee was lying that there was no more chicken sandwiches. What are y'all doing? Pulling a gun over a $3 chicken sandwich? Every bullet in your chamber, hopefully, girl, if you're a bad bitch. Costs more than three dollars. So why are you? No, pulling? bullets are cheaper than that. Okay. Far well, cheaper. Walmart stopped selling guns and bullets in a lot of their stores. So I don't know what they cost, but a chicken sandwich ain't worth whatever you pulling your gun out for. A chicken sandwich ain't worth getting a blender upside your head. <laughs> that's that's the point that I'm trying to make here. I want this to be a public service announcement. And this is a corporate Please. blender. That's not one of those little Walmart Black no. Friday sale blenders. That's this one of those this blender had steel in it. When I say that this blender blew that bitch back into next week when that man just went floor. Went floor. She got blew the fuck back. Watch the video if you don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. in preparation, blender. before this chicken sandwich come back out and y'all get to acting crazy again about a fucking chicken sandwich with pickles on it. Mm-hmm. Remember, a blender can be thrown at you. 
Well, shout out to National Sandwich Day. Um, the day is coming back. It's National Sandwich Day. Chick Fil A will be closed. Uh, the bigger headline there is Chick Fil A is closed because of their Christian principles on Sundays, and Popeyes will be open because they Capitalist. are <laughs> capitalists are willing to get your money on a Sunday after <laughs> church, during church, through church, uh, before church. And I'm absolutely here for well, that again, as well. I lived in downtown Memphis, so after the Kojic convention, after the Kojic prayer breakfast, after the Kojic luncheon, after the Kojic anything, you still, because you don't trust nobody with the potluck. Um, so just shout out to uh, me in the hood, the bologna sandwiches, the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, speaking of National Sandwich Day. And um, Wish Sandwiches. Who? Wish Sandwiches. What that is. See, that's how I know you weren't really poor. Wish sandwiches are if you wish that you had some shit to go in the sandwich. <laughs> I I heard that, but I was like, no, no, no. He's going to tell me something about tomatoes. No. It's okay. literally if you got bread, if you got bread, <laughs> you might have like, some cheese. You might have, just, yeah, you might have cheese. You might have mayonnaise, and then you just eat it because that's all you got. And you wish you had some fucking ham. You wish you had some turkey. You wish you had some lettuce and tomato tomatoes to go on that shit. That's a wish I sandwich. I always wish it was a, a double stack. That's fat. Two meats and two cheeses. That's why you're about them today. Um, welcome to this episode of Airport. Roll the tape back. Carry on. <laughs> welcome to this week's episode of Here for a Podcast. Oh my gosh. Ain't hey, nobody discriminated against you. I just identified you. Call you by your name. <laughs> uh, this week's episode of Here for a Podcast. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the Breaker of Chains. And backs. Come on out. BKA, the Butch Queen film up in high horror midnight drag realness for the Halloween ball. Prep plus. <laughs> he, doing, he doing another one or he did another one. I don't know the dates. I'm not in New York, but. I'm that girl. The critique is still the same. He still invited. I'm in high horror drag. It's Halloween. <laughs> boo hoo. Boo boo. Who are you? My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. Our icebreaker this week is our bottoms more engaging slash expressive because of the role that they play in the bedroom. Hey, as the resident bottom I gotta represent the whole community. The silence was because I gotta represent the whole community. So let me reach. You said you were Kim Kardashian of bottoms, did you not? I have to reach in my scholarly journal. Oh, look now, we in J store. All right, now, will you please repeat the question? (laughs) (laughs) Very spelling bee, very debate stage. Oh, that was very scholarly. The question is: Are bottoms more engaging slash expressive because of the role that they play in the bedroom? The perceived role of um, being masculine and being um, less expressive as a top continues to permeate the LGBT community. Um, And the role of being the submissive partner does have a perception that you should be more vocal during the act of sex. And the answer to your question is yes. Bill. All right. I started educating and then I was like, girl, yes, girl. I got to, uh, give me this. 
Uh, this the best I ever had. Oh my god, this is so good. Even when it's not, but if a top is silent during the act, you're just like, he was so masked. He just was trade throughout the whole thing, or you don't know if he really was feeling you, and it was magical for him as well. Gross. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's an answer. Um, that's, that's my answer. So I feel like people that are labeled um, bottom um, sometimes are more engaging and expressive inside and outside of the bedroom because that is really the personality and the duality that they hold. They mm-hmm. have a little bit more... Um, of a, a touch of femininity, which means that they are going to be more expressive in certain ways or engaging in other ways. So engaging doesn't necessarily um, always look the same. So Both. someone, yeah, so someone that is masculine presenting may be just as engaging, but they don't engage through like touch. yeah, they don't engage vocally. They don't engage through touch. And um, when I look at you and, and I give you to look like backup bitch. That's still engaging. I've engaged. You don't know what backup bitch. In sex, I know what backup bitch means if we fight it, in the club. But yeah, that's that's still engaging. Bitch. It don't it don't have to just be in the bedroom. Okay. And so if if a masculine man give you a look, a quote unquote masculine man gives you a look of backup bitch, he's still engaging you. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to say a word, but he gave you a look or he gave you a energy non-verbal that you felt a, a nonverbal cue, okay, we'll that. and that is still that is still. Um, an engagement or expression, mm-hmm. and so I do feel like people that are label bottoms engage and express, but just in different ways that are sometimes less socially acceptable. Are bo- my question is is or are oh lord are bottoms expected to be more vocal in the act of sex? Because we just said in in the bedroom and out of the bedroom, your your counter response was outside of the bedroom yeah. so going back into the bedroom are there's no way a, a be man a- could be giving me his all and then I'm just silent through the whole performance and then I'm just like wow I don't even know if the audience clapped at the end because I wasn't clapping well if your cheeks didn't clap <laughs> then you know that nobody clapped so that's what I'm saying that, is- but that's my question to you going back into the bedroom I'm asking you to give a response back inside the bedroom um there's no way you could be giving your all and then the bottom is just silent through the whole thing. And you're like, I ain't calling this girl back. She didn't even enjoy the dick. I mean, like, what does that mean? Or am I expected to take... Okay, I'm expected to take eight and a half and it lasts 30, 45 minutes. Woo, child. And, you know, just... Mm, mm, Alright, so you want to watch Cheetah Girls after this? So what's going on? Nobody wants to watch Cheetah Girls. <laughs> um... But but the same thing that I was saying previously about nonverbals is the same thing in the bedroom and outside the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, in the bedroom, those nonverbals is art. Um, <laughs> like is art. Ugh. I went to Detroit public schools first <laughs> before college. Um, those nonverbals are slapping you on your ass. Uh-huh. I enjoy that. S- uh, yeah, nonverbal. Spitting on your booty a little bit, grabbing you by the neck, grabbing you by the hair. Those mm-hmm. are all nonverbals, and so. Um, that is still engagement and expression the way that is perceived as masculine mm-hmm. or as what tops, alleged tops 
LOL. Verse tops, fully and verse tops, and all of, all of those things. Um, should do if they are enjoying the interaction or enjoying at least the, the position. I'm that not they're saying, in. well, first of all, I still might be saying no, but I still might be saying yes. Woo. Um, and we also talked about ask consent. The question again. We like also talked about consent on we last week's episode. I already got lost with the question. No, we are bottoms more engaging slash expressive because of the role that they play in the bedroom. Are we engaging or expressive? Because you're engaging and expressive if more, you're slapping me on my ass. More. I could be more engaging if I'm rubbing you on your chest while we're a missionary. I could be as engaging if we're doing um, doggy and I'm throwing it back on you. I'm engaging in that, but am I perceived to be more engaging because of my role as a bottom? How do you know? Oh, that's a good. Co- that's a really good. It question. is a good question, but that's I'm. But okay, question. so you're coupling those. Okay, so. If the top is quiet and he only has those nonverbals that we just talked about, mm-hmm. but the bottom is not quiet, call her by call him by his name. Yeah, or her or his jack name. You don't know what her pronouns is or his they. pronouns. They. Anyway, um, whatever their pronouns are, they can be doing the same nonverbals mm-hmm. and be doing the verbals, which is why the question is: Are bottoms more engaging slash expressive? Um, because of the role that they play in the bedroom. That's a great question. So they do have the latitude of the nonverbals, like we were talking about, that tops have the same nonverbals, but mm-hmm. tops will just not be verbal and then just slap your ass and nut and walk out the door. Ooh. <laughs> Calm down. My biopic. <laughs> it's going to be three hours of that, y'all. Three hours of it. <laughs> anyway, let us know what you guys think. Please, as well. That's a great question. I feel like bottoms are expected to be more verbal, mm-hmm. but more action based is expected from the top because I can I can throw it back while we're doing this. I can um, use the hand or not use the hand if I know that's what you like, or I can do this or that. But I do still feel bottoms are expected to be verbal from my experience. Sometimes but- <laughs> there there's like those people out there on the 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 edge of fetish where they don't want them to talk. They'll gag them um, mm-hmm. or put something over their mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also had sex with deaf bottoms that don't make real sounds. It's like they'll make a sound, but it's not like the typical sounds mm-hmm. of sex. Re- read my book. I'll get to that. ASLTs. Anyway, yes. Moving on. That was our icebreaker this week. That was a great question. Um, Honestly. Our, yeah, I tried. All right. Um, our word of the day this week, W-E-R-D, is auralism. Um, keeping the tone of sound and sex. Auralism. A-U-R-A-L-I-S-M. Auralism. Mm-hmm. Is a fetish consisting of sexual arousal or excitement caused by sound to be compared with voyeurism. This sound might be music, a voice, sex noises, um, including listening to other people having sex or other sounds. So, auralism is like you are um, in a cabin and you hear people fucking upstairs. Mm. And they fucking so loud and you can hear even like the splish splash going on and Mm. the slurp slurp and all of that. And then you just start jacking off because it's so hot. I was gonna say because usually you can you can hear the balls slapping. Yeah, like when I'm watching porn and I hear like um, Trey and his balls are slapping against the hole. 
I'm doing too much. Yo, wow. T, that's no your more team. tequila for me. Mm-hmm. Hello. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I like the. I like to hear the. The word is oralism. So the fetish oh. of listening to the sounds of sex and being turned on and being turned on enough to not actually have to engage in sex or engage with the, the people that you are hearing having sex, but it's just the sounds. And if it's just the clap, or, or if it's in it, that's, that's still oralism. You're still interested in closing your eyes and like, ooh, that shit sound good. Mm, let me get my vibrator out. Okay. Is that your story? Is that like... Because y'all enjoy that. Not y'all. Okay. Um, during the act of oral sex, Tops like to hear the sounds mm-hmm. of that... Confirmed. <laughs> I just didn't know where you was going with this because you're so, not having oral sex right now. Oh, woo, chill. Exposed. <laughs> um, but then, I mean, I don't know how to ride a bike. Um, <laughs> Do you, Diane? <laughs> When was the last time you rode a bike? Do you got a bike? Do I'm, you got a bike? My bike is rented right now. <laughs> First of all, your bike is my bike is on layaway. off the market. But <laughs> my um, bike is on layaway. So, but you know things, activities. <laughs> okay, we'll let you get off get away with that one. Uh, thank you guys for supporting this ghetto ass podcast. We greatly appreciate it. If you would like to see this podcast going. On and on and on into 2020 and into 2021, please get over to our Patreon right now. For at least $1 a month, you can keep this podcast going. If you ain't got one fucking dollar, please make sure that you subscribe at least. Please make sure you like a motherfucking episode or two. And please make sure you share an episode with your communities and on your different social media platforms. It's the least you could do. Hello? Make some noise (laughs) up in here. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (coughs) That's not the noise. That's flu season noise. I'm getting past that. You, I don't live there no more. I gotta go get my flu shot at work because I work down to the hospital, as y'all know. I'm like, so I should get my flu shot on Thursday so that way I can be sick all weekend? Or are we just overthinking this? Because, you know... We ain't overthinking shit. You're the only one thinking about that. No, even at work, like all of us are like, it's required that we got to get a flu shot. But we're just like, you got to plan to be available for the drama for the next three to four days. You might not necessarily get sick. Might not necessarily. Make some noise if you're going to get sick. <laughs> you never know. Our affirmation this week, since Negative Nancy is over here, um, is embrace your light. God gave you something that makes you shine brighter than the other stars that are in the galaxy. That light can be in the form of physical appearance, communication, the ability to persevere, the ability to innovate, or just the light to inspire someone else to do something greater than they thought they could do. Whatever light God gave you, embrace it and keep it lit. Come on. So I encourage everyone um, with that affirmation. Uh, I don't know what all of y'all listeners and subscribers are going through, but um, it's a great affirmation because you never know what natural abilities God has given you that you will need to keep on going and to keep yourself uh, moving forward. 
so don't forget those um, abilities and embrace your light is our affirmation this week. Well, I know Mer- Mercury is about to go back in retrograde. I wrote that. Yep. During Scorpio season, Thursday. And so, um, some negative traits for during Scorpio season is definitely secretive. Um, oh, so you hate no Scorpios right now? Well, shout out to my best friend in Memphis, who's also a Scorpio. Mm. So, um, the possessiveness, aggressive, impatience. You know, a lot of those things are about to come around. So, make sure that while Mercury is in retrograde during Scorpio season, um, I've been told as a Virgo, all of my communication is going to be trash. Trash. Um, So... Retrograde don't start until <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> so, did you get yours? It started early for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, there's also there's also a free trial during a lot of these periods. Mm. It's bloody, honey. So, um, nice. Shout out to our affirmation this week. <laughs> We're moving on to tepid topics. Our tepid topics this week start with um, what we talked about last week. Last week we talked about. Um, a blessing a pastor's tongue can be. Amen, Pastor Wilson. Come on out. I remember his name. Call him by his Hallelujah. Wow. Did you you paid your tithes and offer? I was being one of those bottoms who have to be vocal during my performance. Hmm. <laughs> you treat me so bad. So this week we need to call on all available tongues. Um, since my visitor was down this weekend. It was down yesterday, I want to say. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm in the need of prayer right now. What is going on? And I started tweeting and retweeting. So it's a national emergency. And I felt like um, we are the correct reporters to be reporting on it. Uh, my visitor even re- uh, released a press release of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, they... Uh, also commented back that their rates weren't changing. It don't matter whether the shit goes up and goes down and when it's accessible or the not. The server. Yeah, the server. Mm. Um, so be warned. Download your favorites right now. Download it right now because um, Y2K may happen in the porn world and the shit just going to be down and you're just going to be stuck with them DVDs from 1999. So I encourage. Do you still have those DVDs? I got like two. Because I was gonna say, because you had a collection. I got like two. Got like two or three. Okay. I'm ready. I'm not. Okay. See, that's why I'm telling y'all now. (laughs) If you if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. I'm not ready. This is Trump's America right now. I don't know how this iPhone works. How do you download things to the iPhone? I know you can download it to the iCloud, but girl, clouds are. It's janky as girl sunny or rain. Yeah, that's the point of not having an Apple device where you can just download shit. You don't have and to be connected to nothing mm-hmm. and look at it when you want to look, look at, at it, it later. Bitch, you telling me? I been told you before you got that shit, but okay. And they want me to get a Pro Max in the iPods Max Pro, whatever bullshit. Okay. So, um, 50 Cent is throwing shade at Tank for his um, oral sex remarks. What did what did 50 Cent say? <sighs> what? Okay, so Tank said on the Lip Service podcast, which is actually in D.C. tonight. I, it was in my interested events on Facebook. 
Um, so Tank said that if you suck dick twice, that does not make you gay. Correct. And the girls were like, oh my gosh, but it's kind of different. And then Tank was like, well, you can do it and not know for sure and then do it again. And then you're like, all right, well, maybe maybe it was the taste for me or maybe it was, yeah, maybe it was. I appreciate Tank for saying sexuality is fluid. Correct. Because if a girl kissed a girl and she didn't know, or she kissed a girl the second time and then she knew for sure, but a boy is not allowed. A boy is or a boy? A boy is a never boy allowed is a boy to is go. Never, okay. never allowed, allowed to suck dick and then go same, back. You know. Freedoms. Variables in his sexuality. And that's a up thumb or a down thumb. No, I'm not here for it. There you go. Um, so the comments 50 Cent said uh, Was basically uh, Tank is on some bullshit And Tank is bisexual He said some things via Instagram That have now already been taken down So <gasps> I can't fully quote them But I read them earlier And uh, it was bullshit So the reason that I have this as a topic Is because bisexual people Do exist um, people that are sexually free exist mm-hmm. and putting people in silos of, Ooh, so you suck dick once. Ooh, so you ate pussy once. That, was that very means you insecure. Issa Rae. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause remember she, her, Issa Rae's homegirl did that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that same vacuum, I think the, the issue is this is, Black America having this issue because in white America, it's not the same energy. Trey, when, when he a tell white, white the white girl that he did some shit like that, yeah, a, a white man would tell his girlfriend, "Girl, yeah, I, ate a, I, ate, I was in, I was in gay frat, porn once. Frat party, yeah, I did sketchy Church. sex. <laughs> I did sketchy sex and got fucked by twenty six boys, and then I found out nothing. My booty ain't for me. I'm with you now. And Amber is not gonna be as uh, upset with him, or they could still pledge. Nobody from the frat would tell. <laughs> so I think that the vacuum that we're having this conversation in is a black experience and a black problem all at the same time. We need to be able to have normal conversations around sexuality that involve experimentation, because experimentation happens in. LGBT communities and in hetero communities all the same. It's just whether they're talked about or not. So I can talk about in the LGBT community that I've had sex with the L, the G, the B, the T, and the Q. Come on out. And you can shame me if you want to. You can say whatever the fuck you want to. It's my truth. And I don't have a problem saying it. But if I am heterosexual, I can't say that I had sex with the L, the G, the T, the B, the I, and the A. Come on. Because if I do, then other black women aren't going to want to date me or want to have sex with me without um, preconditions of. Um, did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Do you, you got moan? Do you got HIV now? And all of those different things that come with uh, those other stigmas when you won't ask the same straight man those same questions if he fucked 200 of your homegirls. They said Future has eight baby mamas. Eddie Murphy has 10 kids. 
what is going on? And y'all was like, stream um, Dolomite on the Netflix. I'm like, why? So I can pay Eddie Murphy's um, child support bills? What's going on? Eddie Murphy is also the same person that said um, jokes about LGBT, and the LGBT community, and did not. And did not issue a direct apology from himself. Uh, he, he issued apologies from um, people that worked for publicists him. Publicists, yeah, and the management company. Uh, he did a he did a um, what's the little a, short dark one? Through a statement. Uh, no, what's the short dark comedian? Paul Mooney. No, short dark. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. He did a Kevin Hart in saying, "Girl, I apologize for that already." And people were, like looking for the apology and can't nobody find it. Okay. Anyway, moving on. And I'm using my minutes. <laughs> I can't have much de- my data cap. <clears throat> Speaking of a uh, quote unquote comedian, <laughs> Michael Che, um, one of the hosts of SNL. I have never found him funny, so just don't give me a reason to. He a black man on a primetime television show, so I don't want to like hate him. So I'm scared about what you're about to say. Sorry to this man. <laughs> I just could Very say Very Jesus of Nazareth. No, so, sorry to this man. I don't know him. I don't Michael Chay misgendered somebody or something. What he do? He dead named Caitlyn Jenner. Yep. So dead naming is something that we. Jesus. Yep, my career in retrograde right now. It's not because I'm speaking clearly. Anyway, um, dead naming is a topic that we spoke about on this podcast before where. Um, People bring back the the name of the gender, the mm-hmm. name of you of that you were when you were assigned a gender at birth. Mm-hmm. So you get born, somebody name you Keisha, and you really not Keisha, you Keith. You come have, on you out, have trans. Keith. Come on out, Keith. Oh, with some fine Keiths out there. <laughs> I, I wandered into what a middle aged Keith is. My I life. wandered into a trans man. Um, Thread the Tell other you, I, that, that, that. Back to the story. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so when you were born, the doctor, in his uh, non-infinite wisdom, decided mm-hmm. that you had a vagina and that made you a female, regardless of whether you felt like a female on the inside or not. Mm-hmm. Named they named you Keisha because they felt like you were a female. You grown up your whole life, and you did not feel like Keisha. You knew you were Keith. You Mm -hmm. wanted to um, interact and be called Keith. You knew that you were a man on the inside. It didn't Mm -hmm. matter what they called you at birth. It didn't matter whether you had a vagina or a penis. You knew you were a man. That is the story of transitioning, if I had to tell it to anybody. So, imagine going through this whole process of transitioning. You have finally figured out who you are. On the inside, and you are telling people on the outside, I am no longer Bruce Jenner. I am Caitlyn Jenner. Don't call me Bruce Jenner. I don't know who the fuck Bruce Jenner is. That really was a character. 79 years, that was a character. He's not that old. She's not that old. See, you got me out here fucking up. Um, Caitlyn's not that old. Uh Uh-huh. The issue is we have had this conversation for the last decade. It's not a new conversation in 2019. Even me breaking down with dead naming was again on here for a podcast because I broke it down. I'm sure a year plus ago is not new, but we still have people in 2019 that feel like they don't know what 
what we're talking about. Like this On is a, a whole primetime NBC television show. A whole new subject. Mm-hmm. How? What do you mean? I offended. Dead naming. Is there no Caitlyn don't like to be Are called no Bruce. Consensus? So the quote unquote quote unquote comedian is named Michael Shea. Mm-hmm. He does the weekend update mm-hmm. on uh, Saturday Night Live uh, opposite uh, a white man who also I don't know his name. Sorry to that man. And um, during a sketch, he called Caitlyn Jenner fella. Now. I am not the world's biggest proponent of Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner has a whole bunch of shit wrong. Homework, homework due. And going and it ain't on. And Caitlyn got a lot of homework. I am not the biggest proponent of a lot of shit that she does. Mm-hmm. But I am a proponent of she is a transgender woman. That's my sister. She and has said that her name is Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. She has said, I am not Bruce. Mm-hmm. And she has said that years ago. And so, in 2019, the best joke you can come up with for this huge platform is calling Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jen, Jenner a fella. You need to be replaced. That's not comedy. Who's laughing at that? Okay. That's not funny. That's all. That's the funniest shit that you could. There's a whole bunch of funny shit going on in the world, whole bunch of funny shit going on this week, and the funniest shit that Saturday Night Live writers could come up with for Michael Shea, or if Michael Shea wrote it himself, was calling Caitlyn Jenner a fella. Y'all get the fuck out of here with that. Um, my question is, when was the encounter that Michael Shea was referencing? Because Michael. Because Caitlyn Jenner came out during um, Pride Month of 2016-17. So, you know, you have to use the the gender pronouns associated with when they were publicly referencing themselves as male or female. I don't know. Because I personally find it weird. Because I've watched interviews of Caitlyn's children, the Jenner children, not the Kardashian family children. But they... They appear to be more educated on when Caitlyn identified as Bruce and when Caitlyn identified as Caitlyn. And in a work setting where you want to discuss what's going on with Caitlyn, but you don't have the time to get all of the education, well, maybe that's the time that you shouldn't do the joke. Oh, look at that joke there. So, I don't know if the joke referenced when Caitlyn was Bruce or when that's why I'm like uh, there's a great area the joke the joke was around Kanye West's recent flop ass bullshit ass Jesus is King Mm -hmm. alleged album that has come out in 2019 Mm -hmm. Caitlyn Jenner has been a transitioned woman for years since 2016 minimum for years so the joke around something that come that came out in 2019 is about things that are current in 2019. The joke was not about when Bruce Jenner won an Olympic medal. That was the 1970s. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know what happened, so I can't give commentary. You know, I love I love a good colorful commentary, but I don't know what happened, so I can't. Well, I'm telling you what happened. So he made a joke about shit that's going on in 2019, misgendering her for things. That happened years ago. That he should be smart enough. 
about mm-hmm. to not misgender her. Even if he ain't smart enough, there's, there's a whole staff of NBC. writers there's still a on Saturday NBC Night Live you. before he said this joke on the air. Because mm-hmm. you can't say bitch. Well, I think they can't say bitch. They can't, can't say shit. Face. They can't say fag. They can't say no. ass. They can't say motherfucker. No. There's a whole bunch of shit. So if someone wrote motherfucker in their joke, it would be edited out. Yeah. So why is misgendering Caitlyn Jenner still in the joke and still on the air for a show that is in 2019. Well, here's the problematic reason for me. I didn't watch the episode because Chance the Rapper was the performer. I didn't watch it either. I watched it. And I was just like, uh, Chance the Rapper album was trash. And I know he got a Beyonce endorsement, but Beyonce also endorsed Beto O'Rourke, and Beto O'Rourke lost as well. So, um, I just didn't watch it. (laughs) So, I don't know what's going on. First of all, I I rebuke you. For what? Which one? Blasphemy. <laughs> I was like, because which one? Because the girl. Beyonce only picks. On the day of, endorsed Beta O'Rourke. Half the girls had already voted. It was like 1230. Beyonce, oh, I got to endorse me now. Sweet. That was not Beyonce. That was Blue, us- Blue Ivy took over her Twitter page and did that. <laughs> Blue first voted at four years old. Yes. <laughs> She knows the password. She has the fingerprint. Sure. Anyway, moving on because I don't. That yeah. Michael Che, we gonna get you if we need to get you. No, I, I, I'm, I'm getting. I'm asking y'all to get him now because okay, he don't know. need. He don't need to come back on the show if he can't get jokes together. If he can't get. Come on. I, I said that correctly. That was English. Um, if he can't get these jokes together and. Uh, bring it up to speed to 2019 that he don't need to do another show. And that's on period. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> it, was, it was given this. So just <laughs> and that's on period. <laughs> my next tepid topic um, comes to two of my brothers in arms. Um, <clears throat> this weekend, um, excuse me, this past week, there were two uh, gay uh, U.S. airmen. Uh, the story has them quoted as soldiers, but their mm-hmm. uniforms are in the Air Force. They're in the Air Force. There's a difference between hey, airmen and soldiers. Here we go. <laughs> There's a difference. You in the I won't even. I won't. I won't get into the difference uh, right now because it's inconsequential to the story. The story is that these two gay airmen. Mm-hmm. Were beaten up at a nightclub in Croatia over the weekend after a group of patrons got annoyed that they were dancing so vigorously. Come on out with one another. I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> Baby, hey, listen. When I tell you, Keith Rowe and this name is about to fuck me up. Okay. Nizavion. Come on, Nizavion Dozier. Named him. Nizavion Dozier went to the club. So. Picture me. <laughs> picture it. Croatia, 1921. <laughs> Not even 1921. 2019. Come on. They're both 24 and 25 years old. Uh-huh. They're in the Air Force. Uh, they got a little on rank. duty somewhere. Yeah, in Croatia. Mm. In Europe. Imagine me away from Orlando. Away, away from home, wherever their homes were. They're both attractive, chocolate. True. We are, um, you know, we're abroad. We out at the club. I don't know these people. I'm 24, I'm you're scared. 25, one of us is trade, one of us might be trade. I'm going to dance on you because I, I don't know these other people. 
They went to the club and just was dancing. I don't know though. So that's that's the I'm that's, dance on you because it's a safe space. I know I, this I, is a safe space. No, I believe they they know each other. Okay. They knew yeah, each they other knew prior. Each other, yeah. yeah. Now whether they're dating boyfriends, circumstantial. No, none of that is even. It, but the the story is important because all they were doing was dancing with each other. Mm-hmm. Nobody was getting their dick sucked. Gross. Nobody was. <laughs> nobody was getting their ass ate. <laughs> We're talking about being. I hope you get some sex for your for Christmas. I was looking at prostate massagers. I was like. Housewarming gift for Superman or prostate massager? Mm. I don't need no prostate massager. I do. <laughs> oh, for you. I was for like, me. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you got an in-house prostate massager. Sure do. Hey. Um, the story. Lost my breath. Uh, damn. So it's important that people be able to go out to... <laughs> it's important that people be able to go out to the club in other countries, in Croatia, in Europe, and dance like a stripper. And dance like a stripper. Uh, and dance like uh, a stripper. Uh. So these two got huh. assaulted because there were people that were looking at them. Um, while they were dancing and felt a certain type of way, um, the attack happened around 3 a.m. and lasted for several minutes. So, um, these two... They stood their ground. But the other people just stood around. Yes. Uh, the issue is, I feel like this incident is not, um, Europe-centric. This issue... Can happen in a lot of different areas. Because the EU Brexit tees need to apologize for this. Um, and this issue can also happen to a lot of different people. I preface that um, these two were airmen because a lot of times people feel like, oh, well, they were in the military, so you know they should be able to defend themselves. There are hundreds of jobs throughout the military that do not require you to. Um, learn combative, combat. learn combative skills, or um, learn any martial arts, or even be extremely proficient with a weapon. You, sometimes I've known people that have been in the military for twenty years, and they fired a weapon a few times, and that was it. And they weren't even good them few times that they fired the weapon. So it's not um, far fetched that. Since these two were in the Air Force, it's perceived it's that perceived they be, that they should have been able to oh, defend wow. themselves. The best America had to give in the Secret Service fish. Well, not Secret Service. I mean, like what do you call it? Like <laughs> Special Forces. Special Forces. Yeah. Okay. No. And so they, I think, should have been able to be in an environment. Where they can dance however the fuck they wanted to with each other and go home peacefully without getting attacked or without even getting into a fight. So I, the the issue that I want us to talk about and report on is one being cognizant of your environment. Mm-hmm. So 
if you are with even your best good girlfriend, because I know some people just dance with their girlfriends, and mm-hmm. is no, there's no sexual energy I'm there. To the sky, because I'm trying to gather. Okay. <laughs> some people dance with their girlfriends, mm-hmm. and it's not even based off of anything sexual. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, Megan The Stallion girl, came on, and girl, girl you come on Bubba over here. Sparks let's... came on, dude. Bubba Sparks. That's from 2003, girl. We got to dance to this. No, nostalgia, but... nostalgia, realness. Okay. Another experience. Okay. It could be current. It could be nostalgia. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case, so even if it's not somebody you in love you with, Bubba Sparks. Wow, uh, <laughs> Bubba Sparks discounted Bubba Sparks. Anyway, so even if you're not in a situation where this is your boyfriend, you're dating someone, someone you like, or it's just your homegirl you're dating, you have to be cognizant of the environment around you and what those reactions are, and the reactions can still be. Them turn up their nose like, ugh, I don't, mm, I don't like that mm-hmm. gay shit. You have to still be like, oh, okay, I see them not liking this. I see mm, them over there, over in the corner talking shit. But do we go back to our room? Do we go back to the yeah. barracks? Yes. Okay, I don't know. Let me ask you the, the two-time deployed. Yeah. And, and so what, what I say is if you don't have a gun to show up to the fight with, mm-hmm. don't show up to the fight empty-handed. And so I don't, think they, I don't think that they expected it though. Of course they didn't. Because it was you don't expect it was, it was it was like natural human nature for them and their experience. But also in your army training, do they give you like sensitivity? Army not army not air force. Air force, army, military. In your military training, when you're being what you call it deployed, do they? Sensitivity, I guess. It's yeah, like, everyone gets sensitivity training, but sensitivity is not aware. If you go to Iraq, then they, they'll say like, "Oh, well, hey, there might be a lot of the yeah. Islam population here, and women will present as this, men, men will present as this. The belief is generally this. No, this is how it um, is different from the U.S. They don't give you that. Not everyone gets the same thing, and they take so, all this out of my Texas, and they don't give y'all the same training. Okay, everyone doesn't get the same training. Everyone That's doesn't. Why I'm asking. I don't know. Everyone doesn't need the same training. Um, I've done counterinsurgency training and counter who insurgency insert what's okay an insurgent. Okay, I got it. The prefix with the uh-huh, okay. counterinsurgency. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone doesn't need that same training because everyone's not going to go do that same type of mission or that mm-hmm. same type of job. Some people are really going to just be the paperwork girl. Yeah, me. And so, if you just want to go be the paperwork girl, you don't get. The same How type of training as someone. In the, um, you don't need that. No, I don't need. The, but I do want to know to stab them in the throat and take a bell. You don't. You don't need that because that's not your job. Okay. Well, I want to the know job, anyway. The people that are kicking in can doors. I take two extra modules on on the army website and no. figure it out. Well, you can take. Yeah, you can on the website, but that ain't gonna teach you shit because it's on the website. But if you are, if your job is to kick in doors and do those yeah. type of things, kick a bitch in the knee, take them down. Yeah, you then you should training. be trained to do those type of things. But if your job is to make sure that the person that is kicking in doors has his life insurance benefits together, then that's not your job. And so it was not these persons, these two people's job oh. is the point oh. um, that I'm getting at. And to no fault of their own, um, just because they're in the Air Force and just because they're um, outside of the continental United States does not mean that they are combat troops. They just serve in their country. They're in the military in hundreds of roles 
like theirs where other people don't have to well, learn it's deserving of their rights i mean no yeah and so that's the that's also the base yeah. of it don't even matter that whether they're in the air force or not they are just two people yeah two humans they like to be dancing on each other like y'all be liking to dance on whoever the fuck mm. you like to be dancing on mm. And nobody wants to attack you because you danced on this person or you danced on that person unless that okay. person is married. Um, so I thought it was an atrocity. Long it story is. short. It has been a long story. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was an atrocity. Uh, they have been since moved out of theater. There's some gruesome pictures online of um, what they looked like after they got the beat hospital. up. Uh, by this group of uh, angry Croatians. What we call them in America? Uh, thugs. Who are you calling the? Oh, the Croatians. Those the Croatian people. Okay, so the Croatians definitely were thugs. Um, the embassies wrote different statements, and that's girl, sure. Um, but the the crux of the issue is, no matter what your job is, even if your job is in the military, um, no matter where you are. You have to be aware of your surroundings. If you are reading the room and the room is saying, I don't like that, do it for two more seconds and then go. Because I'm not telling y'all not to live your life and not to have fun, but do you want your life to end tonight because homophobes are around you? Croatia, what country is that? What continent is it? I'm like, oh, this is Europe. I just told you that. This is a heavy. Right. I I will need training on that. The safer parts of Europe and the. Yeah, there are definitely more more progressive parts of Europe, just like there are more progressive parts of America. I tell people the same thing all the time when I talk. (laughs) When when people want to bring up to me, when people want to bring up to me about oh well Jamaica, Dominican Republic, I'm like oh well Mississippi, mm, Alabama, mm, one abortion clinic, wow, mm, South Carolina, mm, Arkansas. So stop equating um, a conservative, non-progressive part of a country with the rest of the country. The world. Or the world. Because there are places where these two could have got all the dancing and gyrating all out their spirit and nobody would have blinked the eye. But there are places where when they do do that, unfortunately, they get jumped and beaten and could have lost their lives very easily. Um, So you have to read the room and you have to read the, the area that you're doing and living your life in mm-hmm. um it's not to say that you can't live your life anywhere you want to you just have to be aware of the consequences because in some places they don't give a fuck about whooping your ass or killing you and ain't nobody going to jail that's heavy that's heavy on a lighter note um i'm also not watching the soul train awards again The Lifetime Achievement Award usually gets me, though. Who's the li- getting the Lifetime? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. It, it was two headlines. weekend, so. It was two headlines that told me that uh, for another year, I don't need to watch. I don't remember even the last time I watched the Soldier Awards. I think I might have been a yes, teenager. The host was Erica Badu, but they were honoring R. Kelly. I was like, what? Erica Badu is honoring R. Kelly? This is what y'all put her on the, on the platform to do? Woo, that was tough. Didn't watch that year that either. That was tough. Sorry to that man. <laughs> um, the two... Current girls. No, the two headlines okay. that I saw about the Soul Train Awards. Again, I already wasn't going to watch anyway. Not hosted by Erica Badu no more? I don't know. Um, the first one was... 
Lil Nas X had been nominated for nothing. Go away from me. At all. <laughs> Not one thing. And I'm like... 17 times platinum in one year in the girl. Diamond. Well, the fastest. 10, t- 10 times. But he's at 17. So he's close to two times diamond. He's really close to two times but diamond. But the fastest <laughs> diamond single yeah. of all time. Yeah. There has never been a single he's of a nobody. Not a Michael Jackson. Not a Elvis. Not a Ooh, Whitney. Beyonce. Not a Beyonce. No one has gotten to Diamond faster than this young black gay man. He nominated for hottest R and B artist or nothing, Jesus. Not even. So that 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 was the first one that took me out and was like, oh, well, I don't need to watch this because the Soul Train Awards is supposed to be an award show to celebrate us, Brown. Because other award shows don't celebrate us oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And so, the us that the Soul Train Awards seems to be celebrating don't include me. It includes them. It just, it's like, well, them. They're the default. No, them being the default. So, what's the inclusion? Ain't no inclusion if it's just them. The inclusion is just black people, not black gay people, exactly. Especially not black gay people Brown that want to be black, black anything. out black gay people at that because they gave Queen Lindsay for a whole bunch of awards and Missy yeah. as well um so like the the snub of Lil Nas X this year uh-huh. not even a, a nomination told me where their headspace is because it would be different if they at least nominated him and said okay well we see like this year uh-huh. it's it's inarguable to like not nominate you. Like you are the biggest thing that has happened this year. White, black, brown, the truth, purple, the truth, red, <laughs> yellow, all the colors. The biggest thing that has happened this year was Old Town Road. Period. And and Big Adele guy. Adele can come out with whatever the fuck she want to come out with next month. Hello. And it still <laughs> no, will not be Hello. what Lil Nas X has come out with this year. <laughs> yeah. And for. The Soul Train Awards to be like, oh, I don't know, I don't see it for that. Mm. Black achievement. Would you? <laughs> Black. Oh, you. The only common denominator that I can see why hateration. He wouldn't even be nominated for something. It's the gay part. Cause y'all don't mind nominating somebody for a black person for shit that came out like two years ago at the Soul Train Awards. It don't even have to currently be this year that it came out for it to be nominated and win Soul Train Awards. And I can remember that happening of, oh, well, we're going to give um, uh, Brandy an award for that. Brandy ain't got no album out. She big and pleading. <laughs> Brandy getting an album, an uh, uh, award for what? Brandy ain't got, what? Brandy ain't even got a single out. Brent, anyway. Um, so the only common denominator that I have with that subject is Lil Nas X is out and gay. And the fact that he's not nominated for anything at the Soul Train Awards tells me I don't need to watch. The other small thing, small minor detail, petty. Huh? Lizzo is also nominated for the same amount of awards as Beyonce. I love Lizzo. Well, love might be strong there. I like Lizzo. I like two of her songs. I like Lizzo. Yeah. 
I like Lizzo. She plays that little flute. She raps. She... I hate the flute part, though. It just seems over the top when she Game plays the flute. Cheese. But I like Lizzo. Tied with Beyonce? Tied with Beyonce? Huh. Somebody is fucking up over at Soul Train Awards, and they don't want me to watch, and that's cool. I got the message. I'm not it's watching. It's been a data breach. Cause y'all, I'm not watching. Y'all not calculating the same results. I'm not watching. <laughs> I'm really not watching. Mm. That is this weekend's tepid topics because they were top. They were very tepid. Uh-huh. Well, hashtag convict a buck. Um, we're still moving forward with the lawsuit. Um, shout out to the federal prosecutor, no Kamala Harris. Um, still at work gathering the things. About to. She is no Kamala Harris. That's what you mean. No, because it's a it's a man. Okay, but he. Ain't no Kamala Harris. I don't know what the no Kamala Harris meant. Because, you know, Kamala Harris loves referencing that she was a former prosecutor. As a former prosecutor. There was a, anytime I watched the Kamala Harris interview, I'm like, I think I might go see what Kamala doing. As a former prosecutor. She loved as a former prosecutor. I just It just get on my nerves. <laughs> I love Kamala. Prop 8 did send a chance with her in the, in the thing things. She... Voted it down. Senator Kamala Harris initiated, officiated the first um, LGBTQ wedding with, among those two white lesbians. Cool. Cute. Groovy. More than those two white lesbians. Um, yeah. It was a busy day for her. But, you know, I'm just like, anytime I watch the Kamala interview, she's like, as a former prosecutor. Ed Buck, fuck him. Convict him. Hashtag. District attorney as well. For the state of California. Well, as the girl Attorney who, general. As the girl who in her data. Okay. Now what? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Moving on to social studies this week. Um, I just want to say out loud that I love the Pattern app. Pattern app is amazing. One of our listeners at GoodDude87 back in August posted that um he had downloaded the Pattern app and was looking at what it said for his um, romantic life. And I was like, I've seen conversation around the pattern three or four times so i'm gonna download it and so it actually turns out to either be really cute and encouraging or it gives you like a free reading because the app is free you can get a free reading like you're trash be a better person <laughs> and you just were like uh, i did download this app but i signed up for this but um, the pattern uses your birth chart to analyze your life for work, in your relationships, and your personal goals, and it recommends actions to take moving forward. Um, over the weekend, I was talking to um, one of our listeners. I've been telling my business to, to the people. Um, mm-hmm. and, and down to the um, phone conversation, I was like, you know... It's a it's the end of October. It's about time for um, me to start thinking about my 2020 goals. Um, 2019 wasn't really a great year for me creatively, well, or as a creative, whatever the right word is there. And I was like, I'm gonna get back into it. You know, runamatters.com here for it. Podcast.com. I'm gonna um, I have the next three months to like get this plan together. And like the next day, the pattern app was like. So it's time to get back down into your creative juices for the next four to six to eight weeks. Um, the stars are saying you need to really be planning. The- I was like, wow, I feel like the pattern app was listening to my conversation. 
And a lot of reviews, even over the summer, Channing Tatum. Um, what does Channing Tatum star in? Y'all nothing. Uh, so there was a lot of conversation around, like, wow, the pattern app is really singing my life with each word. <laughs> so um, I was like, wow, I'm glad I'm not alone, first and foremost. But um, the pattern app is really based on your timing. It asks you, like, the day and the specific time that you were born. So it knows where you were in the start. It's an astrological. It's based on astrology. And so it asks. A, it's, it knows it's when your rising moon is. that you know that those things, your rising moon and your. What's the opposite of the rising one? Because there's a rising. Because I'm a Virgo, but my rising could be Leo. And then Waning. My, and my other something could be something. Waning. So, like, the pattern app. Uses your birth chart to um, explain patterns that could be affecting you as you were born at that day and time. Um, there's another app called CoStar that I've seen a, a lot of people using as well. Um, and that app is more in your face, kind of. Um, like, usually when CoStar sends you notifications, it's like, hey, bitch, be better. And then a lot of people get that notification. They're like, oh, wow, let me tune in and see what CoStar is saying. And with CoStar, it gives an explicit explanation of your birth chart. And you can add your friends on it. And you can see what their birth chart is. Or Andy can tell you a lot of what your interactions may be given what both of your birth charts will say. And so CoStar has that going for it. And I think... From looking at it, CoStar has a lot more followers and a lot more going on. But in looking at the pattern, the pattern seems to be more critically acclaimed. So um, as we move away from Yahoo Astrology or Craigslist Astrology. Or Who's on Craigslist Astrology? You know, because I used to live by Yahoo Astrology and I used to read the Virgo, um, is it the year of the rat or the year of the lion? Or cat. <laughs> so as we move as we move away from those basic models of uh, astrology and we get more into like um determining how other things included in it, like our transit patterns and some other big words. I don't even know all of them. But if you use the pattern or if you use CoStar or if you use any other apps um, to get information towards astrology, which apps are you using? What's your experiences with those like? Um, leave some comments below. Definitely tweet me at Roma Matters. What app are you using? And are you loving these experiences? Because I know CoStar and Pattern are both two very popular apps that we're using for astrology now. What's your experience like? I use the wind. <laughs> you an air sign now? No, I'm I'm well, a fire sign. Aquarius. I'm a fire sign, but please what fuels fire? Mm -hmm. If you build a fire right, is air. Okay, come on. So I think he's gonna be on CoStar. He not gonna be on. I'm not gonna be on any of. <laughs> I believe in actual things, not apps. Here we go. <clears throat> um. That's just not my brand of, of magic. Excuse me. That's yeah. all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Because you are very spiritual. I am. So. I I do believe in astrology. I just don't believe in astrology coming from a white man in an app or across 
in California and Silicon Valley coming back Come to up. me trying to tell me about and what, that's a criticism of CoStar. It's a criticism of all of them because they all are somebody like think about those Google Bros that just. Wear fucking hoodies and have their Chipotle bag, and they come to work and they sit there for eight hours in the Google. I'm not, no, I'm not taking no advice from you, girl. You ain't blessed with nothing, no, ma'am. But y'all have fun. So, in your experience, what is what? What are you using spiritually that you use in your everyday? Air, <laughs> crystals, okay, fire, parchment paper, incense, uh, Florida water. Um, sacred stones and moonlight. Sacred stones are there? How do you know which sacred stone you will need it at a specific time? I or do you know? Showed you and told you. I know you, we're. Uh, oh, well, they don't get those free lessons, my love. <laughs> you got a VIP lesson. Okay. You got a VIP treatment for our audience. For our audience, it align yourself with someone that has the discernment to find uh, places and shops and and things like that. Uh, where they have true, authentic crystals and stones, mm-hmm. and if they trust and um, can affirm that those stones and crystals are authentic, go with them and get as much as you can. Amen. I like the places where you took me. I really I know those My, because those are real. Oh, there's I mean, plenty. I can take you to a fake one, and you will see the difference real quick. Can we go? No, I want to just so I can see it. Give me some money. Okay, cool. How much? No, I'm serious. Let's do it. You want me to go to a it's fake? Fun. No, it's not. It's research. Oh, okay. Well, but I already have you the do pa- the- yes. I already, I already have the pattern app, and I have people who I can look to for real things just to go see something be fake. Like, wow, where you was? You a telepatriatress? You ain't just open the studio. <laughs> he might as well close over the studio lot the because Oval them- sisters. He got he got things you can do performances on if you want to go down there. Atlanta is really cheap. We talked about that on Patreon. Where should you live if you go to Atlanta? Where could you go? <laughs> this week in sexual health. <laughs> we're not going to Atlanta. And this is <laughs> helpful to a lot of people's sexual health. Ooh. Um, I want to make sure that we... <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sure that you're subscribed right now. In case somebody's unsubscribed. Make sure you're subscribed. Um, pre-sex talks and conversations. This week in sexual health. Um, I think a lot of issues that we have with each other as um, bi and gay, um, same gender loving men. Um, is we don't have these pre-sex talks or we feel like they're uncomfortable or they are assumed um and when you make an assumption you make an ass out of you and you get an infection in your ass and you get an infection <laughs> in your ass or your dick or your mouth <laughs> Woo, don't get no infection there. so this week in sexual health i would like us to make less assumptions and have more conversations aka pre-sex talk foreplay no because before you even get to foreplay, you should have already had these conversations. Don't be licking on there because because foreplay you can still get, get the STIs and the STDs and, you get and things. From licking things. So, pre-sex conversations uh-huh. happen before foreplay. Okay, that's the four foreplay. Come on, two times. It's the foreplay before you get to the foreskin. 
And it's before you get to that clap. <laughs> Number one. Huh? Uh, you should talk or text about your expectations before the round that you're about to commence in. Talk. If you're old school, some of the old school gays still call you on the phone. They want to talk about everything that's going all of, Sure. All of that. Pick up the phone. Have a conversation. A conversation. Leave no stone unturned. Hey, yeah, I'm looking for some dick tonight. Um, when you come over, uh, I need you to ring the bell downstairs. I'm going to ring you up. Um, the passcode is 301. Uh, my apartment number is 504. Thank you. Thank you. It, again, these conversations help you and I. If you don't have these conversations, somebody going to be left out. Apartment, what number? Apartment, what number? Precess conversations Because if you don't have these conversations Somebody show up to your apartment Or you show up to somebody else's apartment Without all this information Somebody gonna get, get left out It's snowing The girls are saying it's snowing I, It snowed in Texas already Yeah it did Yep My, my mom told me that uh, the other day <clears throat> I don't say this Out of something that I've seen on Twitter I say this out of Experience <laughs> I have been the one to try to have this pre-sex conversation of, okay, listen, I'll come over there. No problem. I'm going to get in the car, or I'm getting get in the Uber, or I'm going to get on the train. I'm coming to get whatever you said you, you promised come me. Come on, delivery. I, I'm coming to get it. I'm mm-hmm. coming to collect. Mm-hmm. When I get there, I would like to know, is there a gate code? Is there dogs outside? What's your apartment number? What is going to prevent me to getting to the shit that you just promised me. The, th- the things. The things. If you just promised me all of these things. Mm-hmm. Is there some shit that is going to be in my pathway? D- does your apartment building uh, tow cars if they've been there after an hour or after yeah, a certain... After two hours, you might get towed. Do I need a um, parking pass? Mm-hmm. These are things that I need to know in a pre-sex conversation. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be over the phone. It can be via text. I might need those things over text. So okay, because I can I can reflect so I can back remember. to the text. But if I'm not getting this in this pre-sex conversation, and then I show up, and then uh, it's a cold to get in. Yeah, it's cold game, out here. Two streets to make a left or a right. And and then the dogs is outside and they barking. And I don't know who on the loose. I don't know it's who got Santa rabies. Santa Claus in the yard on the left. So go to the right because the Santa Claus is over there on the left. You said this was your apartment number, but the apartment Happy number ain't on the door. It's a, a a blank door. It don't got the apartment number. On. I'm going home. Yeah, I'm not because I'm not. I, first off, if I'm in the trap, it's I'm not you. about to. It's I'm not you. about. To, I'm not about to knock on nobody's door. <laughs> and I don't know for sure it might be your door. Mm-hmm. At three o'clock in the morning, I'm over here thinking I'm I'm packing heat, but they packing heat on okay. the other side of the door. So somebody grandmother gave them the heat while she just cooking the green beans for Thanksgiving. Wow. That's why grandmamas if th- green beans don't like she cooking. Shout out to grandma. Beans don't burn <laughs> on the grill. <laughs> but <sighs> next, oh, number right. two. All right, well, number two. Yeah, we, that was just number one. I'm sorry, y'all. Negotiate if we are using condoms, and if we're only using condoms for anal sex. Because some people use condoms for head now. I've been saying in the creep, yeah, they, in they the heterosexual be- community, not us. I've been thinking they increase use. It should be used in both communities. I'm just telling you my experience. Okay. I've been saying that on the videos down to the heterosexual. 
us dealt to the LGBT, I don't think we're using it. I can't say in my experience that I've seen us using it. You know how you get gonorrhea in the throat? You let him put that gonorrhea no. dick in your throat. Oh, 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 that's how. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I don't think that was a joke. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, a part of the pre-sex conversation should also be um, what your views and condoms for um, head. Huh? Condoms for head. Well, what your views are on it because you may be down on the condoms for head train, but the the trade you talking to is like, no, you gonna put this raw dick in your mouth, and then I'm gonna put this raw dick in your ass. I'm gonna use that as a screen bite, a sound bite. This is my text alert. <laughs> I'm gonna put this raw. And he can say that because that's what he want and that's what he's interested mm-hmm. in. And then you can either confirm nor deny. Confirm or deny. Okay, all right. You can say, okay, because that's so not like silly. fun. He's so silly. I'm yeah. Over there and I'm or you can be like, listen, I don't even know your real name. No, you're not putting Jay. your <laughs> hot poppy 1993. Uh, Is he 18 years old? Yes, he's 18 years old. Okay. <laughs> it's very Budweiser. Before this date, I don't know. You got a card. Um. So before you let Hot Poppy nineteen ninety three put his thing in is your he, things, is, I, don't know, I gotta pre-sex stuff. Google his birthday. That might be a part of your conversation as well. But have the conversation of, hey, if you want to put your raw thing in my things, I might be down for it, or I'm not down for that. Because if you're not down for it, the last thing you want to do is show up to the place and you're not down. For him to put his raw things in your raw things. Please don't. Because you may only be open to him putting his raw penis in your mouth. I'm not down for no rectal inflammation. But you're not putting you're not down for him putting his raw penis in your ass. Those things need to be communicated. And the same vice versa. If you are down to put your raw penis in someone's mouth, but you're not down to put your raw penis in someone's ass, communicate that. And say, listen. I'm okay if you suck my dick without a condom because I don't even know what that feels like. Ain't nobody ever sucked my dick with a condom on. But uh, truth be told, when this dick comes towards your ass, I'm putting a condom on because I don't know you like that. So I think that's part two of having that positive conversation. Positive. Not positive in that way. But having that conversation of... um. How you want to have sex before y'all get to having sex. Number three, talk about roughness. Do you want to get your back broke or do you want to get your back blown out? Or do you want slow, passionate, love making sex? And or vice versa, if this is going to be um a verse situation or you changing up and you doing something special for your birthday and you're like, you know, I'm gonna give me some dick tonight. Have a conversation of what your expectation is of the dick that you are gonna be getting tonight. Do you want him to just come in, beat it up and clap them cheeks and then walk out the door? Or do you want him to like pretend he likes you a little bit, pretend he love you, or if he do love you, do some love making. Do some slow, passionate sex. Turn on some music. Light some incense. Light a candle. If those are your expectations, then you need to make sure that you 
set those expectations and speak those expectations because that's not really a nonverbal cue that many people can follow of, oh, wait, I didn't want no rough sex. What is he doing? Like, oh, all of this. Or, oh, I wanted, like, I really did want him to, like, fuck the dog shit out of me. What is he doing, like, with this slow grinding and winding it? Nigga, fuck me. These things that you're saying in your head, you could have said out loud before the sex happened, and you could be getting the type of sex that you want. If I put this on my profile, are y'all going to judge me? <laughs> I'm just trying to sit here and listen silently, quietly. I'm like, but if I put this on my profile, I'm going to be judged. What's going to be the difference? I'm getting th- I'm getting thumbs down right now on down on to the jet matching app because I don't want to be the only one hollering and screaming. Tell me you enjoying this ass. Y'all love for us to tell y'all that we giving it. You giving it right, Trey. You serving it to me the way I like. I'm finna come. But so just like, can you just leave some on a little bit? Y'all be... In the words of the great Megan the Stallion. Then y'all already don't eat everything. Again, that's... Y'all expect us to suck everything. Again, that should also be a part of your pre-sex conversation. If you're not Am I asking, expected to suck this or can I just put the lube on there and then I can put it in the butt? If, if that's the type of sex that you want to have, you need to be... Up front and having those conversations and talking about with your we just putting the lube on there and I'm putting it in, in the, the words of the great Megan the Stallion. If you had to ask me, did I come? I didn't. <laughs> I paraphrase that. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, the truth will tell. But that is one of her lyrics. Um, I allegedly ain't, no, it, no, it's one of her, her one of her lyrics for real. It's like uh, if you had to ask me, no, damn, how'd it go? I ain't come if you had to ask me. Wow, that's it. There you go. I ain't come if it's you had to ask me. If you had to ask me, it's the truth. I ain't come. Anyway, next. Huh. Party favors. Yeah. There is nothing worse than showing up to a hookup and they are doing Coke, Tina, or Poppers, and you are turned off by that. So, in your pre sex conversation, if I see somebody pull a needle out or pre sex talks, <laughs> but again, that's why you have to have these conversations. Because now you might have... Okay, so you done wasted a $20 Uber fare over here and he pulled out a needle? I wasted a $40 Uber fare before. So, okay, but that's $40 that you could have saved if you had a conversation before you got there and said, listen, if you um, need to do Tina to have sex with me and it involves needles... GHB. Or, or if you have to do mm-hmm. uh, any of these things, let me know now. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to come. Literally. I don't get you. I don't get you. <laughs> and you don't have to come with me either. You can come with somebody else. You can come with somebody else because there are people <laughs> that are, there are people that are, that are open to Literally, you doing Tina because they got booty bumps. It, uh, Hashtag booty bump. Different episode for a different day. <laughs> this is about sex talks. <laughs> so, if you are uncomfortable with people doing Tina, if you are uncomfortable with people people um, smoking a J, uh, smoking marijuana, smoking weed, smoking a J. You are so old. Smoking a J. Smoking a J is. Cute. That was cute for you. It's relevant. That was cute. <laughs> We're not, are we millennials? We're not Gen Zers. Gen Xers. Whatever. I don't belong to none of them groups. Them gangs. Um, but anyway, talk about the party favors. Because the party favors can be deal breakers. Um, when you decide, I'm not interested in nobody that does coke. 
if you don't have the conversation beforehand, then you don't know if they're not bringing coke to your house to do coke before y'all have sex, or if you go into their house that they're not about to do coke right before y'all have sex, and you're like, wait a minute, bro, I was gonna let you eat my booty, but you got like white shit on your nose, and that's gonna get in my booty, and then I don't know what's going on after that. So have that be a part of your pre-sex conversation. Last but not least, discuss timing. Discuss timing. If this is supposed to be a quick oh, hookup, a quick smash and grab. My boyfriend coming home. It might be that. <laughs> to I've communicate, been there before. I've been there before. Communicate that <laughs> in your pre-sex talk. Um... If this is going to be, uh, I was thinking about getting some dick later, but I'm not ready right now. Communicate that. 11.30 p.m. and I got work in the morning. Tell the truth. No, Justice Mullet. These are only a part of the <laughs> lists because I know that these things Exist. happen. They, they, yeah. I have had, I'm going to speak from the top committee because I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> So the top committee told multiple me to t- reports. Multiple reports from the top committee have told me before that some people come over to your house and they know that their uh, booty is not ready for penetration. It ain't thirty. And regardless of the time, it could be eight thirty, five thirty, eleven thirty, twelve thirty, two thirty. They know that their booty is not ready at the time, mm. but they will come with their own fleet. Can I use your bathroom? And you try to use your bathroom <laughs> for the hour fleet session, and you're like, I, I Bro, thought I would have be up. <laughs> I thought I would have fucked you by now. You'd be gone. I would have been in the middle of my TV dinner and watching Scandal, but you still like flushing water out your pussy in my bathroom, and that is fine. Is nothing wrong with that? If, that's if what you agree that to. is what you agree to, <laughs> before this, before you show up to my house with said fleet in your bag, again, I have advocated I on this podcast. Boy, house with a bag because I don't even know if the trade is trustworthy. I could put a bag down and it would still be there when I when I get done with him. DC gays be having roommates and stuff, and <laughs> they be having people roaches. With, people with additional keys. And, and girl, no Alicia hashtag. I don't know. I can't trust these people. Discuss timing is the, the last Discuss. part of what I'm saying in sexual health. So if you are saying, I would like to have sex within mm-hmm. the next five minutes okay. or within the next 50 minutes. And I would like you to be the strict type in this situation. Or if I would like to have sex in the next five hours of, listen, I'm still at work. But I know when I get off work, work is going to have stressed me out. I'm gonna need to fuck something, whether you are. I need to. Yeah, whether or whether it doesn't matter whether you are the penetrative penetrative partner or not. Mm -hmm. Sometimes work will make you want to get some shit out of you. (laughs) Some dick, some dick in there. Either way, uh huh. And you can communicate those things. You can find like your type. Like I just got to work. It's nine thirty. My boss is already stressing me the fuck out. I know as soon as I get off work, I'm gonna need some dick or some ass. I'm going to get on the app or I'm going to hit up one of my old fuck buddies and be like, listen, so what are you doing at 6 o'clock? I'm going to be home by 6 o'clock and um, I'm going to be showered by then. Terrence, I need you to like come by and rearrange some stuff over here. Communicate that timing so that they can know at 6 o'clock, I know I got somewhere to be to rearrange somebody something. 
Yeah, and you gotta know if you can take the E way or if you can just take the streets. Because their traffic can be a, it's gonna be a thing at five o'clock. Yeah, that's another beast you gotta conquer. That is this week in sexual health. Make sure that you are having your pre-sex talks. Yeah. What is the song for your soul this week? <coughs> oh, that's I got so excited. <coughs> she be like. Cash, bitch, you doing too much. I would like, shut up, hoe. Ho, you ain't doing enough. That was really going to be the song for my soul last week. <laughs> oh, you fucking mad. This too fucking bad. What'd she say? So you said, I like doing, since you fucking ass, I like doing too much. Um, Definitely myself as a uh, psychological woman. Mm. Uh, like, am I doing too much? More than likely, always. Um, but the important follow-up question is, <laughs> bitch, are you doing enough? Okay. Um, and so you got to evaluate what's going on in your face, what's going on behind your back, and you've got to know um, what's going on here. I mean, like, is this person generally for me, against me? What's going on here? Um, they're telling me that um, me trying to be an extrovert and explore um, things around me could possibly be holding them back or it might be an insecurity that they're facing and you know what I don't have time for that my pattern app told me that's a white man in the sky now is the time for me to be more creative to be more of an extrovert and so these girls around me might not be able to take the pattern app told me that and you know what it has showed up in, in real form right here in front of me so shout out to doing too much but um, cash dog. What's in front of you? This tequila. Okay, girl, you name. Girl, call Star her by Keisha. her name. Starkeisha. It didn't apply to you, Starkeisha. I know. <laughs> what I want you to know. Why are we here? I want you to know. Move around. And so, uh, yeah, you doing too much. much. <laughs> by cash dog. Three one three. Shout out to Detroit. <clears throat> so pulling it back from doing too much. When girls do too much. <laughs> With bells and whistles. Um, I'm going to the old school when niggas used to cry for pussy. Negroes. I, we I, were probably Negroes back then. No, we were still niggas in, <laughs> in this day and age. Um, and this is the R&B that I miss. And this is how I know I'm getting old. Because I have become one of those people that are like... They don't make music they like going on tour? They don't make music No they, they These <laughs> niggas ain't going on tour No time soon <laughs> They may be I'm, I might see them at Popeye's On Sunday when the new chicken sandwich come National out National sandwich today um, So I don't expect no tour from them But I do miss the days of R&B music The way that groups like them Used to make R&B music Because nobody makes R&B music like this anymore And then we say Chris Brown is making R&B music And then I laugh so last night you were so into it you told me secrets that you never told a soul you were so nervous and yet so uncomfortable so comfortable excuse me as we explored your image of love i drank your wine as you tasted mine i kissed your lips you felt my body slip into your soul. I heard you moan. I almost cried because it was so beautiful. 
Last night, I was inside of you. Last night, while making love to you, I saw the sun, the moon, the mountains, and the motherfucking rivers. I saw heaven when I made sweet love to you. Last night, there was no planning it. It was so special and so very innocent. We talked of our memories, our favorite fantasies, as we explored our visions of love. I'm, that's all I'm gonna give y'all. As yet, put out a fucking bop. They didn't put out that many other ones. Yeah. But that one still stands the test of time of like, Niggas don't write like that no more. They don't sing like that no more. They don't give a fuck no more about, like, their lovers. I'm not saying all of them were heterosexual. I'm just saying, like, nobody writes love songs like that no more of, like, being so high off the pussy or the ass or the dick or whatever you're getting from this person that you see the, the sun and the moon and the mountains and the rivers. I saw heaven when I made sweet love to you. Nobody writes like that no more. Tell the truth. So y'all with this fake-ass Summer Walker shit, y'all can go. <laughs> As yet, last night, song for my soul. What are you here for this week? Um. <clears throat> so, St. Louis don't be having a lot of shit going on. They really don't. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. Um... I think I have kind of a love hate relationship with St. Louis. Like I, I can't remember like I some like good. Yeah, I can't remember some good visits, and then otherwise I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our St. Louis listeners. Mm-hmm. I they understand. Hopefully, um, but what I'm here for this week is one of their police officers, um, Sergeant Keith Will Wildhaber. Mm-hmm. Um. Is a police officer in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, he's on the Missouri side of things. He has been up for promotion 23 times. Imagine me. Been denied all 23 times. He has he was reportedly passed over because he was encouraged. To tone down his gayness. <coughs> so, I don't know what the fuck Sergeant Wild- Wildhaber was doing on his job to be so, quote unquote, gay that he was turned down for a promotion 23 times um, near Ferguson, Missouri. You don't know what the fuck that means, then do your research on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 47 year old sergeant was um, awarded $20 million after uh, an internal affairs investigation into why he had been um, unfairly not promoted for 23 times. Uh, for allegedly being too gay. 
Uh, so the statement that the county executive release says, our police department must be a place where every community member and every officer is respected and treated with dignity. Employment decisions in the department must be made on merit and who is best for the job. For months, I have been listening to the council members, police board members, and the police chief and activists and community leaders about the police department's future. The current police board and current police chief have served the county faithfully for years. The time for leadership changes has come, and change must be started at the top. Come on. So, um, this loss of $20 million to the girls for not promoting um, Sergeant Will Waldhaber. They're going to have to do that anyway. They're going to have to promote him, and they're going to have to replace these bosses at the top for being homophobic. You don't fit the work, work culture. Well, girl, as it turns out, you don't either. Oh, apparently. <laughs> as the world turns, girl, you don't fit the work culture either. As the world turns, you're going to have to move to Texas. How about that? They allow that down there. Um. So, shout out to Sergeant uh, Wildhaber. Uh, I appreciate you for being openly gay at work. And continue to be openly gay and continue to apply for these promotions regardless of what they said. Because you knew that your merit should reflect your promotion. Mm-hmm. You should be getting promoted. There's no one up for 23 promotions. and they're oh, consecutive like three or four? Cool. Consecutive 23? Ma'am, after 10, I'm like, girl, I'm calling the ACLU. <laughs> I'm calling the ACLU. He said they're for 23? 23. And they openly told him why he was getting passed over well, for these promotions. Was, if you weren't so feminine. Y'all have to put me under the jail. So here's the deal. He he can retire right now and take his $20 million and go somewhere else. He, he, he can be done. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm absolutely here he for it. He can live where y'all vacation. <laughs> Ain't that the same? Yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely here for it. Um, St. Louis, please do better. And they just gave him a free trip to... <laughs> everywhere. $20 million. I can go anywhere. I gave him a free trip to everywhere. It's Delta Sky Mouse Platinum Diamond member T's. First off, Delta Sky, he got a G5. Oh, 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 he's a part of a private plane um, program. Hmm. My here for it this week, um, I'm absolutely not here for it, but let me get there. Y'all know it's a story time. Um, in a video titled YouTube's Biggest Lie, imagine calling out your job at the job. <laughs> oh, I've done that before. <laughs> YouTube's Biggest Lie. A recent study done by Nerd City, they have 787,000 subscribers, and I want to say around 34 million views. They um, Nerd City is known for doing deep dives into things, and like, girl, we've been studying this for a long periodically time. Nerd City does that. So um, YouTube's biggest lie, according 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 to Nerd City, is that they don't, um, you know, discriminate with the keywords you put in your title. Lies. So, um, over the summer through like June and July of this summer, 2019, <laughs> that's the year we're in. They were, um, year of my Lord and Savior, Jesus is King. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they were Nerd City were putting like uploading videos and putting those keywords in the title as um, defined by either Webster's Dictionary or. Or Google search terms. 
And so Nerd City found that um, even when they started, when they first started putting LGBT words like um, gay, lesbian, advocate, progressive, liberal, mm-hmm. those videos were immediately, um, practically immediately demonetized. Yep. And so also words that girl like, was me. <laughs> also words like abortion in Afghanistan were immediately practically immediately demonetized. But if you enter the conservative word if you enter terms like conservative or Republican, those did not trigger YouTube's alleged um, software algorithm that would demonetize your videos. And it was shown that the implicit bias amongst the YouTube bots. So um, the CEO of YouTube, she was sitting on all these panels and things because Nerd City has been doing this for a long period of time. They shared their initial findings and then they posted, sent it to the blogs and then the blogs had called YouTube out. And then the YouTube CEO, she was sitting down to the panels and the forums like, well, as CEO of YouTube, I have um, privileges and rights, and I would explicitly tell my team to not um, demonetize the words like LGBT or gay. So Nerd City didn't say nothing. Nerd City was like, okay, well, you know, she calling us out. Well, let's continue our independent study. Girl, ain't nothing changed. <laughs> so um, as of September 29th, when they uploaded the official results of the video words like gay lesbian progressive and liberal still are quickly demonetized and words like conservative or republican are still not so um this shows as black gay well i identify as gay first i have to go back and forth all the time about that but um, as gay people, when we see something we like, we have got to discuss it. We have got to share it in our circles. We have got to make sure that this content will be great for gay people. This content will be great for black people. We have got to continue to share it amongst our audiences because these artificial intelligences, systems, ooh, big words, wow. algorithms, they do not like us. Onomatopoeia. Shenanigans. The biggest word I know. So, um, I'm not here for it. I mean, like, I sat on YouTube for like three, four years, get three, four hundred thousand views. Superman sits there and gets a whole nother half million views. And you know what? All of our hard work, all of our attempts to educate, and all of our attempts to be productive for the LGBT community are demonetized because a big conglomerate like Google does not see it for us. And the work that we're doing right now, even with this podcast, we tuned in 130 times. We need you guys to share this content because algorithms on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts... And Spotify will make that dollar and not give it to you. Because Spotify does play ads before our show. But anyway, so... um you know, it's up to you guys to share our content, to share the things that we create. Not just Superman and Ronald Matters, but anybody that you like, listen to, and enjoy. I'm sure you know three black gay creatives right now. Samson McCormick. He's got a new um, 
Indie movie. film coming out. So make sure you guys are sharing that. If you like Milan Christopher Zeal, though, if you bought one, no, you cancel one. that. Nope. Or, nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Or if you like the new ju- Juicy Small Yay movie, <laughs> share that in your audience. But I'm not here for these algorithms throwing shade to the Black Gay Girls. But we should remain empowered. Because we know that if we talk amongst ourselves, we can create the next black wash, black gay Wall Street, or whatever we need, to, whatever we need it to be. Let's be hopeful for twenty twenty for that. Whatever we need it to be, we can create. I'm gonna, that let the, I'm, a, I'm gonna defeat. Vision. I'm gonna defeat the pessimist in me that was like, "Girl, um, twenty twenty, yeah, sure." Last call. <clears throat> hopefully, hopefully that black Wall Street won't get bombed like Tulsa. I wanted to talk about the um, the black riots through like, through like 1917 and 1921, but I couldn't find like a gay angle to talk about it. But it was definitely it was, irreparable for a lot of black communities during that time. When you think about a black community and you don't think that there are gay people holding oh. that black community together as oh. well, then you know that you I aren't knew fully that, but I, I just didn't have any evidence of an angle to report from. So the last survivor, so. the last survivor of the Tulsa bombing, if you don't know what we're talking about, died like two weeks ago. Yeah. So there is there is no the the campaign to eliminate that history for less people to even talk about it outside of the series premiere of Watchmen on HBO is gone. Is no nobody else that was there can report on it. If it ain't written down already, it ain't gonna be heard from anymore. And so if you think that someone was gay, openly gay, in 1921, and a part of Black Wall Street, and their story ain't been told, ain't ever been written down, it ain't ever gonna be. And that was Detroit Public School. It's time for our last call. If you don't know what our last call is, you are new to this podcast, make sure that you pour yourself... You have to come to Daddy Fan so I can make sure I know your mask. Huh? You want me to do it? The girls don't know who be popping the fan, who be doing the tongue pop. Both of us, both of us. That's a lie. I'm um. You tongue popped in this episode. <clears throat> I'm a fully versatile mask top. Um. So again, if you don't know what the last call is, make sure you pour yourself a shot of something. We are drinking tequila. You you can have water. You can have coffee. You can have Bourbon. juice. You can have gin. Whatever your preference is, pour yourself a shot of something and have a last call with us. Yeah. Michigan, that was me that time. Michigan natives and Bill. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. What do you mean? Michigan native. Who? It's my here for it. I mean, this is my last call. This is a good, this is a good oh, thing. Okay, okay. I don't know. I didn't know what it's was last, We just did a toast about that. I don't know what you Are you present? Yeah. Michigan native and billionaire John Stryker has donated two million dollars to Spelman College to create the first ever queer studies chair at an HBCU. So down to the females, I guess we got to do the female college because y'all like lesbianism a little first. Lesbianism a little comma first. Um, he said in a statement, um, John Stryker. 
the more that people understand queer history and LGBTQ issues, the more likely they are to accept and support the LGBT community, Stryker told Forbes in an email, by, quote, by empowering and educating the next generation, we can help make a future where LGBTQ people have full and equal protections under the, the law. Because y'all know we're still debating if Amy Stevens can deserve to show up to work as a woman. So hopefully the future generations can get it right because the current one is still a question. In the highest court. For no reason. Wasting taxpayer dollars. But hopefully with this $2 million um, endowment to Spellman, and they're going to match it. It says up to $2 million, Spellman will match it. So there will create a new, a whole new program where you can go to a class and figure out what's going on down to the queer studies. Um, I think that's amazing. One, two. I hope that Tyler Perry does the same thing for <laughs> Morehouse. <laughs> Ooh, that was, okay. <laughs> it went left. But you know what? It was still going straight. Center, it went back to the center of the lane. It was yeah. Back, okay. Correct. You see how I veer? That's how you got a drunk drive. Gotta, if you're if you're drunk driving and you see yourself veer a little bit, you ain't got to go all the way. You just come back to the center just a little bit and, and be straight. Avoid that walk. And so that's that's all I was doing. I wasn't hitting nothing by saying uh, Tyler Perry, but Tyler Perry can um, huh. do the same thing for Morehouse. You just had Holly Berry and Oprah down to your studio. So he got two million dollars. And Oprah just um, renewed the endowment that she had previously gave. And so you have she, nothing to do with the LGBTQ community? Or so, educational black men that he continued to exploit in his films. But um, I think it's a great thing for Spellman because uh, Spellman was a little more conservative mm-hmm. than Morehouse when we had the Morehouse Madness episode. Y'all got to reach back into the crates for that episode where we were talking about... Um, Trans people being allowed admission and graduation from those institutions. Morehouse has trans people um, on their campus. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they allow them to graduate or not, that's still being decided. Spellman does not have you can't not openly out trans people on their campus to date. There's still a, a trans female. Uh uh-uh, uh, get away from us. Yes, that's basically what they're still saying. And so um, I hope this endowment opens up the conversation and the acceptance and the the allowing of a graduation of um, trans people from Spelman. Period. Because <laughs> you were still thinking, you were still. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to say publicly and what I didn't, because I wanted to say a whole bunch of other shit. Of course, but we are publicly, I'm not going we, to say those things. What yeah. my last call is uh, this week: it goes out to um, the great Whoopi Egot Goldberg. <laughs> The run, run, Jesus is king. Whoopi the Egot Goldberg. Chin checked Megan. Um, my father was a war hero, <laughs> and I am the princess of Arizona. McCain ass. In the Down to the view. Said, my father was born in Panama. 
Fun fact, girl. What is this? Uh, VH1 pop-up videos? What is going on? Nobody cares. Pull your clown mask now, because you are being a clown right now. What the fuck? You know, what's Sonny Hostin's um, dad name? We don't know. Um, what's Joy Behar's dad's Anna, name? Anna. Anna. What's Anna? I'm getting there. Let me. I'm, let me get on down. Let me get on down. Let me get on down. Let me get on down the road. Okay, I love her too. What's Joy Behar's dad's name? I don't know. We don't know. What's Anna Navarro's what dad's name? What's Whoopi Goldberg's dad's name? We don't know because these women are on the show because of their own pedigree and because of their own credentials. Um. I didn't name the Huntsman girl because she, mm, mm. she might not be there long. Ooh. And she there basically the same reason that <laughs> Megan McCain there. That's why they're friends. Yeah. <laughs> but if your only credential that you are holding on to is that your dad was great, how great can you be? And so I was very excited to see Whoopi Goldberg shut her ass down and basically do the um, Black China to her and be like, cut the cameras. Dead ass. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing because Megan was just like so sure in her point of whatever the fuck she wanted to really be talking about mm-hmm. on that episode. And Whoopi was like, listen, girl, I'm trying to help you mm-hmm. have your point and have your moment and speak. Mm-hmm. But you won't even let me help you help you. So, you know what? Never mind. Shut up. Cut the cameras. We'll be right we'll back. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're going to commercial. <laughs> And it just it, things continue to blow up in this girl's face because she continues to believe that she's in the same league and she's cut from the same cloth. I'm gonna hit you in the face. What? <laughs> what? And she's not. And it's no shade. Like she can be Megan McCain, the daughter of John McCain, and that still holds a lot of clout. In a lot of circles in a lot of places she can have a radio show but she can't come to me five well, days a week and tell me that she's a journalist or she's an analyst or she's qualified to tell me anything other than the other white bitch next to me on the train because she got the same credentials as you do i don't know who her dad is i don't know what her dad did for this country who is she? She could tell me her opinion. You don't have the credentials and you don't have the pedigree, Megan McCain, to tell me what's on your mind. And when you find those credentials and when you find that pedigree, then you can come back to me and tell me what your view is of the day. And that is my last call. When I tell you my girl would be sitting up in the chair, she's like, <sighs> she set up, she put her She pushed her coochie together. That's like, what it is when you push your coochie you lips like, together. Like, listen. She's like, let me tell you how we do it on The View. Whoopi Jean Goldberg. I don't know what her middle name is. Egot. I told Whoopi. Egot Goldberg. Whoopi Darlene Goldberg. Egot. Egot. No, you will not disrespect her. Egot. Amy. Golden Globe. Oscar. Tony. Those things. She has them. moderated The View for over a decade. You've been here a good three years. That's cute. That's cute. Okay, you the girl. You On the, and off. because You the Republican girl in the circle. At the end of the circle. Because you're on the opposite end of this circle. Because I sit on this end of the circle. And you sit on that end of it. <laughs> you think you're irreplaceable. To the left, to the left. I'm up here on, the, on your left. I'm on the left. 
So all your things can all your things can go in a box, Megan. <laughs> all your things can go in a box. But y'all know, y'all know how I feel, so I can just share my fat ass up. So Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another week of Here For It Podcast. We greatly, greatly appreciate you. If you um would like to continue to support this Patreon this this Patreon. This podcast, please get over to our Patreon. Uh-huh. Um we would greatly appreciate that support for at least one dollar a month. Um Merch. if you have not subscribed to this podcast huh? yet, yeah. make sure that you subscribe. If you like this episode, make sure you like this episode. If you have not shared this episode, make sure that. you share this episode. YouTube, if you SoundCloud. would like Ooh. a shirt from us, you can get over to hereforitchop.com that is www.hereforitshop.com I am the Superman T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N I am still aka the breaker of chains and backs my name is Ronald Matters follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and the pattern app has me so excited to get back into RonaldMatters.com Thank you guys so much. Take your Truvada. The, re- the revolution will be televised. <laughs>